I'm Tom McGivern, and this is the Long Island Housing Podcast, where we talk about interesting market stats that let you know where you stand as a homeowner, home buyer, or an investor. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to episode five. I'm going off of the script once again, um, but I'm going to be addressing where is the housing market headed, and I'm doing this because the question I'm getting uh, a lot from folks. So I think whether you're buying a house or selling a house anywhere in the country, but obviously I'm on Long Island, this is the uh, question that people have on their minds. So the reason I'm doing this is because I, again, been asked this several times and I just came across some information and I wanted to get it on the podcast. Um, My name is Tom McGivern. I'm a licensed broker associate and my number if you wanted to reach me is 631-831-9048 now all the information i'm going to dive into here is going to be on my website it's tommcgivern.com and i don't know where you're seeing this if uh, you found this on the you know on anchor or some other podcast area but again that's uh, tommcgivern.com um and uh, you can get all the links there. If you can't find me or can't spell that, you can, um, again, just shoot me a text, all right? 631-831-9048. Okay, so I host this podcast, and uh, it was in my mind I was going to do it once a month. It's turned out to be a kind of a two-per-month two thing, although I think this is this could be the third one in October. But either way... I break down the market on Long Island specifically and um, just been keeping track of the uh, housing uh, number of houses for sale. And I talk about what the average uh, or median selling price is, et cetera, and the average selling price. And then I break down a few towns. So and I break down the price points in this uh, episode. I did one prior to this and I talked um, again about this topic, um, how this is in a bubble and everything else. But I want to address this specific question, uh, where is the housing market headed? Uh, so <clears throat> I, first of all, I wanted to say this, like no one knows the answer to that question, okay? You can have experts, and I'm going to cite a few here uh, that can give us information that makes us go, okay, that makes sense. But, you know, they talk about things that they don't know when those things are going to happen. So the, really the answer is you don't know, Okay. But uh, when, when um, these people talk about things like mortgage-backed securities, housing starts, like if anybody watches CNBC, that's the terminology they always use, housing starts and all this other stuff, like a housing start, it, that's just new construction. How much new construction, how many units are being built to meet the demand of society, population growth, et cetera? All this real technical stuff, right? We just want to buy a house. We want to sell a house. Right, we want to live somewhere, raise our kids, and we don't really pay attention to these things. But the overall information, you know, if you really listen, can be really important. So, I uh, came across the CNBC article. My company distributes information every single week, and one of the things they distributed was a CNBC. Uh, the company I'm with is Villa Home, and uh, we make home ownership simple. Very, very powerful, you know, company. Um, we're in over 27 states now, but the uh, the article is a CNBC. It's a video and it's of Ivy Zellman. She's the CEO of Zellman and Associates, and the, the link again is in the description. It's great, you know, interview. It's about 
four minutes long. They usually are about three to five, three to four minutes on these shows, right? And they talk about real technical stuff and you go, whoa, you know, what did she just say? You know, so um, a few of the things that I heard in the interview, well, you know, was again, she doesn't really give a direct uh, answer about where the market's headed, right? Because again, she really doesn't know. But uh, one of the key takeaways is that she mentions at the end that when the Fed stops buying mortgage-backed securities, all right, rates will rise. Now, um, what is a mortgage-backed security? In the link, um, one of the links on my website uh, goes to Quicken Loans, and it's what is a mortgage-backed security and why does the Fed buy them? And the answer to that question is that the Fed doesn't want to really buy them, but that that's what keeps rates low because it keeps liquidity in the marketplace. It keeps a value of these mortgage-backed securities and it allows banks to continue feeling comfortable with, you know, the exchange of that, that interaction. People, you know, taking mortgages uh, is a good investment for them to give you the money, right? So a mortgage-backed security, the uh, Fed started buying them again, right? Uh, they stopped in, in I think, in uh, October 2014. That was in Quicken Loans. They cited a, an article uh, from the Federal Reserve uh, notes. It's, you know, they were peeling back. So the, the, the Federal Reserve, and again, I'm getting like all into this, right? The, the, the terminology, so to speak. So I don't want to bog you down with this. At the end of the day, the government, right, the Federal Reserve, I shouldn't say the government, was buying these mortgage-backed securities. They started that in 08, right, to keep the flow of the housing market afloat, okay? They started it again as a result of COVID, okay? Kind of, you know, when COVID hit, again, people were, um, you know, claiming uh, mortgage forbearance. You had all this stuff. People didn't have to uh, pay their mortgages and stuff like that. And renters didn't need to pay. Uh, so that that can like slow the market. So, and if you remember, go back about a year and a half, two years, three years, four years, rates were in like, you know, fours somewhere in there, right? Prior to that, in two thousand thirteen, fourteen, right, the rates were in the threes. And and again, they've come up, they've gone down, but they were higher, okay. Um, and since they government started buying these mortgaged backed securities. Again, Quicken Loans describes what they are. They're packaged loan deals and they, they go, you know, the Federal Reserve, they, you can invest in them, right? Institutions invest in these things. So check out that link to learn more. I'm not going to bog you down here. The, so at the end of the day, when, when they pull back from buying these things, the rate will go up. Most likely, okay? No one knows when the Fed's going to start say, hey, we don't need to buy these mortgage-backed securities again. Let the open markets do that. Um, but f- so f- in the meantime, the rates are really low, 3.25%. I just had a client lock in and he's going to listen to this podcast. He's like, okay, wh- where's the market going, right? Because that's what you're interested in as a buyer and a seller. Here's the deal. The bottom line is since, you know, historically prior to 2008, Mortgage rate averages, right? The average mortgage interest rate was 8.625%, okay? I mean, the first mortgage I had, my first house that I bought in 2000, my rate was 8.275, okay? 
or yeah, 8.275, I'm pretty sure. And that was considered really good. I can remember talking with, you know, some friends of mine, you know, I, I was what, you know, 22 years younger than I am today. Seems like a million years ago, but the, yeah, everyone was like, wow, that's a good rate. You know, that's pretty good. You think you can do any better? I mean, these are the conversations you have, right? When you're buying a house, everyone kind of gets in, you know, gives their opinions, talks about stuff. So I can remember that vividly. And that was 8.275%. Crazy, right? The, the average person now, the average buyer or, or, you know, millennial out there, whoever, they're all like used to this 3.25% and everything else. It's like almost like you're almost borrowing. It's not free, but for every dollar you borrow, you're only paying three, uh, three cents, three and a quarter cents on, on uh, interest, okay? And then, of course, you, you've talked to other people, maybe your parents, um, they where they tell you, you know, well, my rate in nineteen eighty, you know, nineteen seventy eight was a seventeen point seven percent on the mortgage rate. You know, it's crazy. So, the rate most likely won't go there. And in the interview, Ivy Zellman, she talks about it going up, right past four percent, something like that. But she she mentions it right at the end. And what's telling about it, what's very telling about that is when. And this is the key for if you're a buyer and a seller, okay? This is really important. It will slow the market because what happens is if the rate goes up, okay? And then I have another link in here. It's, it's from Mortgage Reports. Great visual. It shows you buying power. So as the mortgage rate goes up, buying power goes down, okay? So for instance, right now at 3.25%, if that rate were to go to 4.25%, your buying power can drop as much as over 10%. So if you're looking at houses at 400,000, okay, you're going to be now looking at houses at three, less than 360,000. Now, if you're a homeowner, and again, you can see the link on mortgagereports.com. I, I put the link in there. Again, I cite Quicken Loans as well. And I have the interview of Mrs. Uh, Ms. Zellman. She, uh, again, is the uh, CEO of Zellman Associates. They're housing experts. Basically, they sell data, okay? I mean, they're experts at, you know, new construction, uh, you know, regular houses, building costs, everything. They track everything. So when she mentions this, at, right at the end, real quick, you know, when the Fed stops, you know, buying mortgage-backed securities, which they will, um, nobody knows when, but when they do, that rate's going to start going up. Is it going to skyrocket to 10%? Uh, probably not. But if it does go up again, that one, that one whole point, buying power goes down 10% on prices. That's definitely going to slow the market down. It's not going to be 2008 crash. No one was talking about it. And, and uh, this Ivy Zellman didn't discuss it or didn't mention that the Things are going to go down. I mean, you can go on YouTube, Google, you know, YouTube stuff. I'm sure there's crazy people out there saying crazy stuff because they want, you know, they want people to view their videos and subscribe to their channels, right? But you really need to pay attention to what the experts say. And I'm citing what experts say. I'm, I'm citing websites that I went to and looked at it, looked stuff up. So if you're a seller, what's the takeaway? Takeaway is you should call me because if you're trying to A, sell on your own, or if you know somebody who's trying to sell their home or would like to sell their home, but they're not for X, Y, and Z reasons, they should call me. 
right? They should call, or a real estate agent, they should call people who are keeping track of this stuff because this stuff is what's important. The, uh, because if, you know, the market slows, it's going to slow, right? Everyone, eventually it's going to slow. Is it going to crash? No. Or at least that's what the experts say. You know, that's what we're looking at. Again, the, the my last podcast, and I'll put the link in there as well. The last time this happened, you know, well, not this happened, but last time we had a crash, the Great Recession, right? The, we were talking about ninja loans, right? No income, no verification loans. People were buying houses, did, you know, like getting loans that, loans that should have never been given out. And you had mortgage-backed securities that were rated a certain way and they weren't grade A. They were actually C paper. It was really bad investments. And that's where insurance companies, banking, bank companies like Lehman Brothers, they heavy leveraged themselves into these assets and everything crashed. Totally different dynamic here. Right now you have people who are getting fixed rate loans, that they are qualified, they're getting, you know, right? They, they're going through a process. Um, whereas before they didn't, they went through a different process, which was like, yes, yeah, sign here and get a, a $500,000 loan. And a great movie to watch. If you ever want to watch a, a movie about this stuff, um, it's uh, The Big Short. Great movie about the housing crash of 2008. So check that out. Um, the takeaway for buyers is... Even though you're paying at the top to high of the market, only you know why you're buying. Like, see, it's if you're making a strictly financial decision, uh, as much as this is a financial decision, it's a life uh, uh, decision because you need somewhere to live. You're going to live in the home. right. It's not like buying a stock. You don't live in a stock. You live in a home. And historically, you know, we, especially with inflation, that's uh, everyone's concerned about one of the greatest hedges against inflation is getting a, having a fixed uh payment in a fixed asset and that's what real estate is and you're getting a fixed payment at 3.25% all time high uh excuse me all time lows that once this this happens we may ne- never see again okay unless again the fed starts you know buying mortgage backed securities Anyways, I hope that this uh, video, this uh, video, this podcast was helpful to you. If it was, please uh, let me know. You know, shoot me a text if you have any questions or if you'd like me to come by. You can also look me up uh, on uh, link my link tree, which is linktr.ee slash Tom McGivern. There, you can have access to uh, my my uh, Google Business, and if you want, you can book a, uh, an online appointment. We can go on, you know, meet on Zoom if you wanted to. Or again, you can just call me, 631-831-9048. My name is Tom McGivern. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please share it. And if you have any questions, you know where to reach me. Be well.